Hi everyone and welcome to episode 132 of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Lauren. Hi guys. And we're joined again by Jake. Hey, Final Fantasy peasantry. <laughs> and I come to you on this most auspicious of days to talk about mobile games. Hmm. Are you sure your name isn't isn't Jake Izunia? Jake Izunia, yeah. that's me. Could be. Jake Izunia. Son of yep. I like your wing. <laughs> Is it hard to fly home? Do you find yourself flying in a circle? No, I just don't leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, so we've got a ton for you this episode. Lots of interesting discussions that have kind of come out of left field, I feel. Yes. Yeah. So left the first field, topic. You feel. Yeah. I feel Left field, I feel right field. <laughs> um, the first topic is about the Final Fantasy VII Remake and what it means for mobile gaming. Oh, my, that's oh, both God. my Achilles heel and my favourite subject of all time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got a load of news to run through, and then we've got a guest segment from one of our Patreon supporters, and then we've got some questions at the end, if we have time. We'll see. We'll try. Mm. All right, for you new folks, Final Fantasy Union is part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and it's presented by the Gaming Union Network. Mm. We have a new show every Tuesday, working in rotation with Kingdom Hearts Union, and we come on the iTunes store, FinalFantasyUnion.com, and YouTube.com forward slash FFUnionVids. If you want to check out Jake, where is the best place to find you? Just type in Final Fantasy Peasant, or possibly even Peasant. I'm, hope, I'm hoping enough if you, go, if you YouTube Peasant, <laughs> you'll find me. Clume, I hope I'm that much of a peasant, peasant We'll go on the Wikipedia page and it will just say peasant. Yeah, definition. Yep. Also known as Jake Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. That's the dream. You look in the dictionary. King peasant. of the peasants. <laughs> There's a picture. a picture. It'll be like that Simpsons thing where they had the picture of Homer. I can't remember what it was for. Was it idiot oh, or something? Yeah. Sav, possibly. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's right. just Jake Brown. So, yes, uh, moving on to our Patreon segment. This is for everyone who's pledged $2.50 or more per episode. And for you, we are eternally grateful and you will get shout-outs. And love. Okay, Lawrence, take it away. Barry Norton at Nortron Zero. We've got Christian Thompson at Orbits Gaming. Christian Burge. Jeremy. Joey Hinkle. Josh McNabb at J2K9. Lewis James. Satria Jaya Sadama at Satria 65 Ruben. Skylar Lovas. Tiger Crane at Purple Milkshake. William Trengrove at Varnish the Azure. Chris Morales. Eric Decker at Chalkotaco. Holly Crawley at Dark Zed Tiakami. Kena Johnston at Axkin. Michael Graham. Thorin Bullen at Massacre 23. Zach Duranto at Zed Duranto 58. Alex Troutman at Akirnam Jin. Billy Jackson at Billy. No, at underscore Billy Jackson. Genesis Alejandro at Junisan 7. Jason Rivera at Neo Archaic. Joseph Robertson at PKMN Trainer J. Keith Field at The Mighty Keith. Chris Russell at The Ninja Max. Manning Franks at Like underscore Peyton. Mike Shirley Donnelly at Curious Quail. Mohammed Kayum. Nico Gonzalez at Nick underscore Nack 95. Rachel Casterton at Urbion Ray. Vitanitas at V underscore Tron 5000. And lastly, Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. We love you. Yay. Yay. <laughs> All right. So our main topic of the episode is what the Final Fantasy VII Remake means for mobile <sighs> gaming. My a phone. Hell of a uh, a hell of I just, could Probably. I just get an extension on my phone, like an external hard drive that I can just have to the side so I just carry it along with me? All the time. This is for my games, actually. Just get an external hard drive for it. An external hard drive for my phone. That's what it's going to come to eventually, isn't it? Well, like, the ironic thing is that they're not mobile games because you need Wi-Fi. I know. Yeah. (laughs) You can't take it with you unless you have Wi-Fi all the time. Okay, so this topic was actually recommended by Yao Calixto. And yeah, he wanted to know uh, what we think is going to happen when the Final Fantasy Remake comes out, based on the fact that they've basically been pumping out these mobile games like there's no Oh tomorrow. my god, it's just crazy. I mean, even in the recent couple of months, we've had the new City game, we've had uh, the King's Knight, we've had Justice Monsters 5, we've had Mobius, we've had Brave x that's five, right? Yeah. They've probably announced some more that I've just forgotten about. Oh, they've just had so many freaking mobile games. But they did say in their report, their financial report, um, I think it was for last year, for this year, like predictions wise, they wanted to focus heavily on mobile gaming. So that's exactly what they're doing. The only trouble is, is that they're kind of going a bit too far. Like, it's just, there's too many. Yeah. And I think that's something that they've taken on board. So before we get onto the topic of the Farm Heads Remake, I'm just going to say that um, in their recent financial report, the... Uh, 
the head honcho of Square, Yusuke Matsuda, actually said that they wanted to focus more on premium mobile games mm. because they feel that the smartphone market is dominated by free-to-play games. Hmm. Mm. They've probably been the one exacerbating yeah. that. Yeah, if you look at the free-to-play games, it's just Square Enix. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they think that the market for premium games is where where it's basically at, which is also kind of like you'd think they'd look at their own market and just think, okay, so we've got Deus Ex Go, we've got Tomb Raider Go, we've got Hitman Go, mm. all of them chart extremely well in the paid for apps. Where are they talking about? Because this is sort of the distinction. Are they talking about Japan or here in the West when they're talking about dominating? I think they're just talking about globally. Just globally. Because isn't there quite a huge difference sort of in mobile gaming, the culture of it here in the West and in Japan? I mean, Japan's obsessed with mobile games. They're obsessed with them. It's true. I think it's it might true. be changing, though, because like it's, it's, over here, mobile gaming is becoming a lot a lot bigger. Yeah, I definitely think so. I feel like, um, I mean, you think about how Pokemon Go is freaking happening. Candy Crush is an entire, like, one of the, yeah. I mean, King are one of the biggest publishers now in video games. Yeah, I mean, there's a massive market in the West for mobile gaming, especially for people who commute. Um, I mean, we always see people on the trains on on games and stuff. The only issue is, is that I don't know how many of those people are playing games that have storylines. I feel like a lot of people yeah. probably play the games that are like, you know, one-off, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's always quite strange, the thought of playing, say, 13 or 13-2 on a mobile game. I mean, what what happens when it gets to the emotional yeah. bits? Do you just sit on a play, train and <laughs> I, cry, um, or <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> I, I play Crisis Core oh, commuting, and that was an interesting... Because the problem with, like, I guess it's slightly different now with the Vita, but, like, with the PSP, like, yeah, I I had to plan, like, roughly how long... Because, like, you know, it's, like, with the older games. Yeah. Like, Final Fantasy VIII, for example. The end boss, you know it's going to take you, like, half an hour. <laughs> yeah. And then the end cutscene is going to take you probably about half an hour. So you've got to a lot an hour. That's not enough for a train yeah. journey. No. And the last thing you want to be doing is, like, oh, this really emotional thing just happened. Right, just pause that. I'll uh, pick it up eight hours later. Yep. It's like it. it I mean, yeah, it's I mean, not the how, best. Do, how do you even so, get emotionally invested in a public place? It's just the concept is weird to me. I, it's, <laughs> I don't know a single person who plays mobile games in my life. It's just it's strange. The only yeah, I mean, the only ones like we've been playing Mobius a bit, um, but you have to play at home because you need the Wi Fi. Yeah. Like you can't play yeah. when you're out and about unless you've got some serious serious four G with massive yeah. data. Exactly. Yeah, like when I was playing Mobius, I was mostly just playing it at home when I was um like doing breastfeeding with Sally. Like I would just play it and then cry to myself alone. I have a pathetic life. Well, Ali was there. Ali was there. She was- and that's the weird thing about it. How, you know, when it's such an inconvenience, because that's how I see mobile gaming. It's so inconvenient. Mm. How is it as big and popular as it is i think it's just because it's easy but it seems hard I think it's like the potential <laughs> no i mean like it's, it's people think it's easy to be like oh well i don't have to like buy a, a oh, playstation yeah, or whatever yeah. play final fantasy 9 i can just buy the mobile yeah, version. It's true. but then actually playing the game I, I guess the older games it works okay for I, I have no idea how you play final fantasy 13 on a mobile i genuinely no. i, I no, like, it's still final fantasy one is fine like, moving around is a pain in that like it's 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 really annoying to move. I'd rather have a D pad. But thirteen, it's such a like time sensitive game with the paradigm shifts. You can't make mistakes. Yeah, I mean, Lightning Returns is that is that now on? Yeah, that's now on Android and iOS. How on earth do you play that game on on a handheld? It's I I don't know. I mean, when when it kind of came out, I just had no idea. So based on what we've seen of the Final Fantasy VII remake so far, do you think they'd actually try and? port that to mobile a very long time down the line i I would think they might try and do like something something with it i would have thought like either maybe remaster the g-bike because they never actually released that in what is your obsession with g-bike i thought it would be a fun game i don't know i liked the idea i think it's just the fact that we didn't get it it's like that type zero syndrome we didn't get it therefore i mean my biggest my biggest what i think is going to come out of it is when you actually look at how many mini games are in Final Fantasy VII. I mean, not even just in the Golden Saucer where you've got about ten. Even just things like the rock climbing on the Northern Crater, they could even turn that into a yeah. mobile game. I kind of think that they might end up turning every Golden Saucer mini game. Fort Condor. Fort Condor. That would be a, a mobile yeah, Fort game. Yeah, <laughs> That's just that's just built for like the the whole like Candy Crush model. But this will be this will be they the should problem. Have just done that. If they bring them to mobile game, uh, bring them to mobile uh, and they hold off certain things from the game, that'll 
that annoy people. Oh man, yeah. don't, I just thought I had a really bad thought. Go on. Uh-oh. Maybe they were using Justice Monsters 5 as a testing yeah. bed. Yeah, yeah, to see how it goes because down. That's, yeah. yeah, because obviously that's a mini game in 15 yeah. that they've made of separate mobile. So maybe like they will have things like Font called Fort Condor where they're like, oh, well, we'll, we'll uh, allude to it. But mm-hmm. if you want to actually get it, you've got to download yeah. the yeah, mobile. And this, app. this will be the biggest yeah. backlash. If they, yeah, if remake is really intense and they can't, because I mean, the mini games are going to be really intensive. I mean, think of the submarine game. Think of that. If they don't do that yeah. retro, if they try to do that. Think of the squat, oh, challenge. squat challenge. Yeah, squat challenge. Think of the, the jiggly butt graphics that you have to animate on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So you talk about G-Bike, right? Jake, did you prefer the G-Bike or did you prefer the snowboarding? I preferred snowboarding, in all honesty. Mm. for long for longevity but at the time the g-bike was the most amazing thing ever so if they if they remade because they're obviously that you know you, you said you mentioned they didn't have g-bike we didn't get the snowboarding game either i don't i no, don't no. think i know i was gonna mention that as well but so lauren wants a remade g-bike jake wants a remade snowboarding yeah. game yeah mm. i mean snowboarding has been a mobile game in the past hasn't it yep yep it just didn't get released over here i don't think yeah it was someone's like gonna correct me if i got it same. wrong I think it was released around the same time as um, either it was cancelled or it was released around the same time as uh, the G bike one. I thought no, because they were different. I, I think thought the, I thought the the snowboarding one came out way before because uh, wasn't mm. G bike one developed by Cyberduck? Cyberconnect, sorry, Cyberduck. Where that come from? I don't know the exact story at the moment, but either way. So I reckon that um, they're going to start. Re- so the the Go uh, sub brand has so far been reserved for the western ips mm. it's got a, it's surely it's only a matter of time before they start using the japanese ips and over there with the go so you could there's got to be a final fantasy go at some point yeah do you, do, does final fantasy 7 the right time do we feel mm, maybe yeah it's the biggest game right so yeah. unless they just did a final fantasy go that was just bland and was everything all encompassing yeah but final fantasy 7 go i think would be just as popular so what are they actually is is the Go games, because I, I don't know much about them, are they actually, like, the games just condensed into mobile? Um, kind of. It's, I think they kind of took it off uh, Temple of Osiris. For, I think I think Tomb Raider was the first one. Yeah. Um, and they're just kind of turn-based strategy games. So, uh-huh. like, with Hitman, you've got to kind of get to the end, but it's, like, turn, that you've got to, yeah, like, find, get, but it's not real, it's not live action. Mm. So, it's kind of like people would already assume that that works with Final Fantasy anyway. Yeah, because turn-based. Older Final Fantasy. Yeah. Oh, no, I have just had a good idea, though. Go on. Be careful, though, Jake, <laughs> because Square Enix Revelation. Well, if you, if you think about it, I mean, take the structure of Final Fantasy VII. So you would escape Midgar on the G-Bike, but then you wouldn't actually play the G-Bike until later. And it was the same with the submarine. You'd have the submarine event, but until later in the game, the submarine game in the Golden Saucer would be locked still, wouldn't it? And of, mm-hmm. obviously we know it's going to be episodic. So what if they just do the G-Bike and say the first game, maybe they do the submarine, maybe they do Fort Condor, maybe they do the submarine, and then they release it as a mobile game, which will then be implemented sort of in the second remake game. So then you'll be able to get it in the Golden Sword. So, so that way Square Enix can capitalise it on as a mobile game and then still include it in sort of one of the later games. And sort of that way everyone wins. Maybe they do it that way. If everyone, everyone wins, wins. everyone. Because let's be let's be fair. And Square we need want. to make some big, big cash off of FF7 remake. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean that's the only reason they're doing it, right? Oh, it's it is cash. a cash cow. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Definitely. it's going to be an expensive project. They're saying it's going to be the size of Thirteen Trilogy. That's that's a lot of money they need to raise. So a lot of capital. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And mobile and DLC stuff well, is going to be I'm, the biggest way. I'm guessing that they're expecting it to be. But, I mean, perhaps not GTA levels. We'll call it GT, but like this, there's a trilogy. It's gonna have to be one of the best-selling trilogies of all time. Oh, for yeah. sure. That's that's what they're expecting because Final Fantasy VII is one of the best-selling games of all time. Yeah. If I mean, like, that's excluding like the Pokemon's, which because they go crazy sometimes. Yeah. Like the Wii Wii Sports, like <laughs> yeah, on, on a level of like yeah, the normal normal game. Yeah. What I'm really curious is, obviously, with Final Fantasy VII, the original, I think even today, it was one of the most expensive marketed games. I think they spent like a hundred million or something on marketing. I wonder if they do the same with Seven Remake. I hope so. I hope I see posters on bus stops and 
I hope we get TV ads. I I, I kind of I don't want mind them to do that. It. Cash cow. I don't know I, how I that do, would. But... If they market that anemic cloud everywhere, I'll do it. Just do it. Just yeah, plaster it everywhere. People are gonna be like, oh, he's too anemic." But no, I mean, I do and I don't because, like, I feel like they've been quite silly with their Final Fantasy 15 promotion. I mean, the fact that they bought like an Audi RE and they don't even know what they're gonna do with it—it's just like, really. Yeah. Really, Queen? Come on. Well, I mean, the Final Fantasy VII remake promotion's already started. Yeah. Because Clouds and Smash Brothers, so... But like- to be fair, if you think about it, Nomura is interesting, because, I mean, like, yeah, this is his baby, isn't it? He doesn't really go all out with the Kingdom Hearts games. Like, I mean, at least with Kingdom Hearts, like, maybe the HD remixes are a bit different, but, like... He generally le- just lets the hype sort of build by itself, doesn't he? Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Even his releases, like, he gives people a, a button and I, they just think, sell like crazy. I think because Tabata's more about, like, community promotion. Yeah. Mm. And obviously they do, they have done the big things, like, Uncovered and all that stuff. But that's that's within the gaming demographic, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, Uncovered, no one outside of the gaming industry cared about Uncovered. No. Um. It was obviously like within with anyone who knows anything about games probably knew about that event because it was just so crazy. Yeah, but yeah, because like, it was pasted all over Waterloo Station. <laughs> but like, um, it's crazy. Yeah, Nomura's the complete opposite. Like yeah. he's limited press time. He's very Japanese. I mean, I suppose it's a case that Final Fantasy VII remake. It doesn't. It doesn't even need advertising, does it? It doesn't need it. It's hyped all by itself. They don't need to no. sell it. <laughs> they don't need to sell it to us. No. I mean, it's not worst thing. It's not being developed for us. Yeah, they don't. They don't. I mean, they care about us, but they don't care about us. It's being developed for the new generation. Yeah, they know that we're going to buy it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah they, they know they've got. <laughs> us. But at the same time, they need us to be happy about it so that we actually. Well, no. Do, well, they don't they need. Us, don't even they don't care. need us to be happy with the first part. Yeah. Because we're all going to buy the first part, no matter yeah. what. If it's the first the part sucks, part. then we won't buy the you second part. You know that's part. not yes. true. You know that's not true, Daryl. We'll all still buy the second and third part. We just <laughs> I know. Will. We're so stupid, aren't <laughs> okay, we? Well, okay, okay. We're really Don't dumb. Deny let's, just, let's, just, let's just look at the Final Fantasy thirteen trilogy. That drop-off rate. <laughs> that's on. true. By the, by the... But that's not... But we don't... We didn't know what was going to happen in those games. We didn't know if there was going to be a boink fest with, like, lightning and hope and, you know, all that kind of stuff. We didn't know what was going to happen, and we didn't really care about knowing. But in Final Fantasy VII, you already know it's coming, but you're excited to see it. I mean, the one thing that I think a lot of people, including myself, have on their mind is how the hell are they going to redo the Aerith death scene? That's not going to be in the first part. I'm I'm saying no. it now. I'm predicting it's not oh, going to yeah. be in the first 100. part. No, it won't be. But people are going to be wanting to see yeah, that. They're, 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 they're going to save it for the second part. Line, I think. Yeah, they're going to save it for the second part so that everybody can see it in its, like, gloriousness. Probably 4K gloriousness. All right, let's wrap this up. But Jane, yeah. what do you think about the Final Seven mobile? What, do they, what are they going to do? Predictions? Predictions, I think they're going to do a mobile version of every single minigame in the remake. And they'll just release it in between the episodic releases. That's my guess. I think they're probably going to do some stuff on um, the Final Fantasy Portal app possibly maybe a couple games here or there but i really 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 hope that they are smart about this and don't try to um dilute too much because five million games releasing at the same time of one property that's pretty bad yes it is (laughs) uh i can see them doing a final fantasy go at some point i don't know if that's necessarily related to final fantasy 7 remake Mm. but i can see them treating it like justice monsters 5 so they may make up some new many games Mm. Because they don't have enough already. Let's play Cloud Dress Up. <laughs> Give Cloud a new lovely shade of rouge lipstick. Give him a lovely tiara. Oh, I should make these games, man. I want to have Dress Up Cloud. I want to give him pigtails. Yeah. No. Maybe give him some other dresses. No. I don't know. No, Lauren. Aww. Okay, so... Don't wreck my dreams. I'm going to have to because we need to move on. Okay. You can pitch that idea another time. All right. Okay, so we're going on to the news now. So, we're going to talk about Final Fantasy XV first, because there's been a lot for that, mm. which is not too surprising because it's coming out in a month and a half. Yeah. Um, it would have already been out by now. <laughs> we haven't talked about that. Oh, oh. don't remind you, us. Oh, you would not have seen me for love or money. I would have not emerged. <laughs> I'd not 
Yeah, we would have to do a podcast. Oh, this podcast would have been very different. Yeah, yeah I would end up no. being on it. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You would have been in your room playing the yeah. game. I would have been thinking about whether all your conspiracy theories. I would have been stinking and covered in Cheetos by now. Oh, what happened <laughs> yep. <to> that one? <laughs> What's that large mass in the corner? Oh, that's just Jake. We forgot about him a while ago. <laughs> All right, so um, the first story is that Hubbard has alluded to the fact that there may still be a day one patch. Uh, uh, I know. So he was asked point blank by Hardcore Gamer about the topic, and um, he was just like, well, um, we want to provide a full experience on the disc game, which is why we've postponed it, so we didn't have to do a massive mega patch. Because if you didn't have that massive mega patch and you only had the disc, it wouldn't be that fun for you. Mm. And then he's talking about the fact that, well, if you do also have an online connection, we want to make sure that we can support you too. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, he hasn't flat out said there's going to be a day one patch. No. But he said... There's going to be a day one patch. We'd be silly not to use that functionality if we can. Yeah. I mean, most games nowadays have a day one patch anyway. It just does this sort of... It's almost like a, a, it's it is like an initiation to the game. Like it's just, all right, day one patch, fine. Let's let's hit it just to get that final sort of polish in. So I wouldn't be super, too surprised, to be fair. I know you have some uh, intense feelings about this, Jake. Well, I mean, the thing is, people will give developers slack if a game comes out and it needs a patch. But if it came out on its original release date. The fact this has been pushed back two months, no slack. No slack. People expect this to be a totally (laughs) bug-free, perfect, balls to the walls, just just, no straight from the go. I can't wait until the bugs start coming out. Yeah, and people people are going to lose their minds because they're going to expect a perfect product. I hope it's not going to be Assassin's Creed Unity levels of bug. Oh, yes. (laughs) Or Fallout bug. I'm scared. I'm frightened. I really am. I mean, it kind of makes sense. All games are going to have bugs. The game's going to go gold at whatever point, probably in like, I don't know, a couple of weeks' time, maybe yeah. a bit more. And they're not just going to sit there. Yeah. That Between the going gold and the game coming out, there's going to be another like three to four weeks where they can still continue working on the game mm. and just fixing, tweaking. So it makes sense for them to, to make that available for us. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. But I, I, it's more about how it looks. Yeah, definitely how it looks. But no, I, I don't know. I can give them, I can give them slack just because, like, I mean, well, one, it seems like there's, they have a lot of problems at the moment. But two, it's just that, it's just what games have. Pro- pro- problem is, you know what people would say if, if it comes out with a I single know. bug or single glitch, everyone's just going to say that the two month pushback was just to shoehorn it onto PS4 Pro. They'll say they didn't mm, fix the possibly. issues and they just used that time to uh, PS4 Pro it. And you know what? I will be the knight that they need. Not the one that they want, <laughs> but the one that they need. To correct them. And I will be out there and I will be saying, nay. That's the thing. We will defend That's the, the game. People, people nay. don't fully understand that, you know, within a, a, there's multiple departments, sort of not everyone's just working on one thing. So when you hear people say, yeah. oh, there shouldn't be DLC in this game. They should all be working on the bugs and the glitches. It's like, there's only so many people who can be working on the bugs and the glitches. It's not, not the yeah. entire office. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, nah, and, everybody's going to drop everything. And I mean, it goes in gr- Even the graphics designers, <laughs> they're just like, oh, screw it, we don't need any more coasters. Get on the bug. <laughs> but I'm not experienced. Do it. Get on it. <laughs> just do it. Do it. Do it. You find a bug, you squash it. Go away. Anyone can be a QA Anyone. tester. It's even true. The art, even the concept. Anyone. Me? Even I the concept artists. Yeah. Concept artists, they're not doing yeah. concept yep. art anymore. Concept you can be fixing bugs, mate. Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Square Enix posts up jobs wanted QA testers how many entire population of Japan please please, <laughs> please we can't have please. any bugs we can't have any bugs <laughs> but yeah no. imagine imagine if they delayed it again <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't even it, it wouldn't be out of character for them because if we all remember uh, Final Fantasy Agato plus oh, yeah. oh yes it was gonna come out on the PSP no Vita uh-huh. And then it got to about the January time. We didn't hear anything. And they said, yep. we found a glitch. 
They never were able to fix it, so they just cancelled oh, the game. It. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, my god, could you imagine that? I think people would just. It would be game over. Fly to Japan. The square, the square all their money. Fly to Japan. Burning that night. <laughs> just lighting up the sky. <laughs> that wouldn't give much to the reputation of gamers, would it? Uh, well, actually, that reminds me of that guy. He was like super rich and had invested like loads of. It was like twenty four million pounds or something into Square. Jesus. And then when Final Fantasy fourteen original came out, he was just like, "This game's terrible. I'm done with you." And he just shook, took all his money out of the company. Did he? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know yeah. that story. It was like I think it was about twenty four million pounds. He didn't Jeez. like he had bought in stocks and he just cashed out because he was just like, "I hate this game." <laughs> <laughs> you, you're dead to me <laughs> ruined ruined completely um but anyway um what we're saying kind of goes on to the multiple teams thing so there was the whole thing about the ps4 pro and like it's it's a load of bs really like they didn't delay it for no, that reason no, they didn't um like and then because it's just been announced xbox one s is going to be supporting the hdr2 so it's not 4k yeah no. but it's going to be supporting the hdr which means that Okay, so Tabitha did that interview at E3 where he like feigned a lack of knowledge about Project Scorpio and said that, no, we're not working on PS4. You blatantly were, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's going to be coming out. It's going to be supporting both the, both the new consoles. So, um, yeah, like, and it, but the whole thing is it's not the core development team who are doing it. That's no. another team. Exactly. Exactly. It, it hasn't affected anything. It hasn't impacted anything. It was happening. It was well, I mean, it's interesting yeah. you say that, that, uh, you know, Tabitha, he did, tell a fib in an interview and that's interesting because yeah. i've had it so many times where i talk about certain subjects and i say oh well, i don't think tabs is telling the full us the full truth there what you're calling the director a liar no no <laughs> the director will happily pull the wool over our eyes i mean look at cloud they used to call oh, him yeah. a first class soldier that was all a lie that was a lie the whole lot yeah it's, it's just like the, i mean Tab, tabs has been pretty loose-lipped Let's, let's yeah, be honest. Here. Let's be honest. Um, but like, but what benefit would there be from him just spoiling the entire game? Yeah. yeah, there wouldn't be any. Like his his job is to make a good game, but from a sales perspective, he's got to say enough to make us interested. He just um, the poor boy was not trained properly in the art of PR and just got. I think some... he's he's got the right attitude. I think he's adorable. Like that's the thing. Like I think that he is a cuddly toy. Uh, if they made a Tabata plushie, I would buy any it. amount of money. Um, well, any amount I mean, of money. Any not, amount not of money. Not that I'm saying there's anything shady going on here, but Lauren has actually cuddled Tabata. <gasps> No. I have. Yeah, remember? Did I give him a Don't. hug? Well, it was a like a side was hug. Was it a good hug? I, There's a I've said multiple oh, times yeah. on my channel, my life dream is to embrace Tabitha in my arms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so envious of you. Tabitha's great. He's brilliant. It was quite harsh, but I did tell him. I, I did tell no, him No, no, don't say it. Don't say it. Why not? Don't say it. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> Tell us what did you say to my poor Tabby? No, no, this is for another time. No, for another time. Okay. Lauren, Lauren thanked him in Japanese for his. And she service. butchered I the uh, pronunciation, did she? And offended him deeply. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Offended him deeply. I'm not allowed in Square Enix ever Lauren again. Lauren does that with a lot of the Japanese. Uh, I do. People over Just there. say. I know. Uh, I offend all Uumatsu of them. Kind of There's only one word on yeah. that. No, he was actually happy. Hi. Okay. Hi. 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 So that's near. All right. Um, okay. So, Jake, do you want to take the next story about the art director? Oh, yeah. Yasuke Naora. Nora. Um, he's left. And I did a video on this because I see him as being one of the Final Fantasy legends. Sort of one of our core guys. He's left after 24 years. 24 years. years. 24 years. Although I'm disputing that, actually. Oh, well, I mean, he came on during FF6. Yes, well, I checked. So, if you check his game credits, he released a game in 1993 hmm. for another company. <gasps> but I said, I told you, I already. It could have been freelance. Because I don't he, know. He probably, well, he probably was working at Square. It's just that he started before the production. So. Yeah, I mean, I can't dispute it too much because he's the one that actually said he'd been there 24 years. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, Karen Jake, sorry. Yeah, no, I just. Uh, Art director for 7, 8, 10, 10 Remaster, my beloved Type Zero. Um, he even got involved mm. in sort of the character development with Type Zero and some of these story arcs, which was sort of the first time he'd ever done that. And of course, our art director for 15. So yeah, sad to see him go, but he's a legend. Mm -hmm. He's a legend. 
Do we know what yes. he was directing on 15? Um, I thought he was just like art concept? director. No, because there's like three or three sorry. art directors. Oh, yeah, there is, isn't there? Well, I know um, he did character models in Type Zero. Um, and he did a lot of concept art for like Final Fantasy X. But I, don't know if, I don't know if he's a I landscape think he's like, um, artist as well. Because I think, you know, all those ones of Final Fantasy X where it's like that really weird looking Tidus and um, mm. like that kind of thing. I th- but he did that really cool um, Tidus drawing as well, didn't he? Yeah, that was um, that was for a charity he's event. De- he definitely did world. He did um, all of Spira. I, I think he's... Oh, so so he must have done like Elticia and and that kind of thing, like all the concept. Yeah, yeah, he's that. really well travelled. So he did um, Bali, Indonesia for FF10. So I think he's also travelled to all the places. Didn't you say he did the um, the like the concepts that came out from the <clears throat> fifteen, like the one in the car and? I think so. Yeah, I think he might have done like with one Regis of them. and Noctis. He might have done that. I'm not entirely sure. I I can't remember which one he did. Oh, he did the one. Um, I think he did the one with Regis and his mates. The one that's um, he's oh, yeah. like fighting. Yeah. Um, with, I don't uh, know if he did the paintings. Sid I don't Westcombe know if he did and... the paintings with uh, Noctis, but I'm pretty sure he did the one where um, it's Regis in the front, and you can see Sid in the back, and um, his other guys Claris who's fighting Res- Claris Westcombe. and Westcombe. Or is it the one with um, Corleone? So, yeah. Because that one's got Corleonus, not. Claris, that picture I think you're referring to. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be that one. Yeah, I know. But yeah, one. I think he did that one. But yeah, no, he does he does some character art and he does a lot of landscape stuff. I'm it doesn't say on the Wikipedia page what exactly he was a part of, just that he would worked on Final Fantasy Type Zero as well with um Kamiko Curio. Curio. And yeah, they just basically carried him over into Final Fantasy fifteen. But either way, like he was a great artist. I mean, his stuff is is top notch. And I think it's important to note that he is still going to be working on Final Fantasy games. Oh yeah, just yeah, yeah. F- he's basically going to be going into the Uematsu role. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, yeah, which rightfully so. I mean, I cannot imagine working at the same place for twenty three years unless it was my own company. Like yeah. I honestly, well, can't. It's, it's the reason he left. He, uh, I heard it was so he could spend more time with his family, I, Aww, which makes sense. Which I, I pointed kind, this out, and so some people disagreed. How long do you, how much what do you think the working hours are like for the FF15 team? I don't know what it's um, like for someone like do you him. think it's quite steady? I I'd imagine it'd be pretty... Well, I imagine I mean, it's... If you're like a programmer or something and stuff, like right now it'd be things would be pretty intense. I mean, Tabitha yeah. said it's like two, three hours. Yeah, I wonder what that's like for everyone else on the team. I would say probably in Japan. I mean, I, I hope this isn't just like a stereotype for me, but I would, I would, I would think that they work quite diligently and hard because i mean i've heard stories about yoko shimomura um when she was working on i think it was what street fighter they used to work into the early hours in the morning to the point where like they would have to close down the offices but they would lock her in the room so she would have a deadline she had to meet she used to get like a garbage bag put the discs for the uh music or whatever in the garbage bag to wheel outside with a rope to get down to the courier who had to pick it up for um the thing like they some of them I'm not, I'm not saying all of them are but like they're really dedicated to their work so I would say probably he works as much as he needs to essentially so I'm gonna bash through the rest of the Final Fantasy 15 stories because we're Running out of time. Quick. Um, so they've announced the full track listing for the car, the Regalia. There's tons of tracks on there yeah. from loads of different games. They've even written some new ones specifically for Final Fantasy 15. And everyone will be really pleased to know that the Afrojack song's going to be playable. Woohoo. I'm so excited. That's exactly the one that I was looking for. I mean, that, that, that listing, when I saw that, I kind of... I had a little fangirl moment. That is a beautiful list. The one track that I've crazy. seen everyone complaining about, or not complaining, but like, what the hell, is Ibsen's Castle. Which one's that from? Nine. Uh, nine. Yeah. Um, I just found it crazy how many tracks there are. There are so yeah, many yeah. tracks. You're not going to be, you're not going to be lost. No, I'm spoiled for choice. Okay. And then the other story is that they did a Moogle countdown timer, which was like an, a day long. Yeah. yeah. And it- it kind didn't of, really unveil much, did it, of, to be honest? No. <laughs> no, it's just it's like, like oh, yay, Moogles. Oh, Moogles going to be in the game. We already, we already knew that. 
Yeah, well, essentially, like, it, it sort of detailed what they were going to do. So there are going to be, like, lucky charms well, in the game. I mean, game I have a and... little theory. I didn't do this on my channel, but they said that it will help Noctis get out of a fix. Uh, and and Moogles yeah, are kind something, of something dodgy to sort of dreams in fairylands and Noctis, he goes into dreams. I'm just wondering if Moogle sort of might be a tether between Noctis and his dreams sort of to the real world. That's just my little tinfoil hat theory. Mm. Platinum demo. Yeah. Mm. I, I, Platinum I demo, yeah. That could be... A King's Tale. Yeah. Mm. Um, all right, so that's the 15 stuff. We've got a couple of little knickknacks we've got to go through, uh, which will be reasonably short, I think. Mm. The first one is that Theatrhythm All-Star Carnival, which is, uh, if you didn't know, it's an arcade version of Theatrhythm that's been out in Japan. Actually, no, it's only it's, it's literally just come out in Japan. Yeah. H- how do you pronounce it? Theatrhythm. So it's not theatre rhythm. <laughs> is it Theatrhythm? <laughs> uh-uh. I thought we just called it theatre rhythm. Theatrhythm. 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 <laughs> there's no end. There's no, no, there's no right. re uh, on the I've end I've only just theater. noticed that. You're the Uh-oh. first person I've heard pronounce it like that. Is this one of those things like Titus Titus? <laughs> oh no! I don't know if there's an well, official pronunciation. Well, you guys were calling her Aries earlier, so I already don't like you. Ooh, 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 Daryl's. Um. Oh wait, it's coming soon. Oh, I hope it comes soon. We might be able to play it. It's coming to the UK. No, it's coming in the in ooh, Pennsylvania. Excellent. Yes, we'll play it. For well, sure. no, no, no. I don't know whether when we're driving. We will. Uh, well, it's not open yet, Daryl. Oh, true. We'll get there, and there okay. won't be a yeah. game so thing there. Lawrence just spoiled the fact that it is coming to the West. I'm sorry. Um, so round one USA. So round one's a Japanese arcade company. They've got you. Uh, they've got stuff in the US, and they've announced that they it will be coming to select arcades in the US, mm. which is great. Yeah. It's like a really weird kind of thing. You have to use your hands to roll balls and <laughs> you stuff. You have to use your hands. Well, like, it's just... Yeah, it is strange. Uh, yeah. And um, I guess the thing for me is that why are they bringing this one over from Japanese arcades, but not Dissidia? Because they're very big teasers. Like, surely Dissidia, would, everyone would be, like, wanting to play that. I the know. The absolute star carnival? Mm. I'm so I can't just... even be- begin to talk in on the Dissidia comment. I've done so many videos. I I want this so hard in the West, just Dissidia. I, I will cry if it I doesn't know. happen. I, I'm hoping I, that you I, will be saved from tears. It, we have it to be. To. I, I was doing a video on this uh, Dissidia. It could be such a big earner for Square Enix. On the DLC front, oh, they yeah. could go full out and everyone would love them for it. Oh, they didn't yeah. do DLC yeah, for the last They need two. to. No. DLCs on MOBA games are the kind of DLCs that don't get hate. They're loved. People love DLCs on those kind of mm. games. And especially if it's like just skins and cat- like yeah, a couple yeah. of characters. Like, that was the thing. With the, with the Final Fantasy XIII DLC, people hated the story stuff. They were very clear with that. Mm-hmm. But they loved the Colosseum. They loved the costumes. Yeah. Like, just take the mm. hint, guys. Yes, yes. Take uh, the okay. bacon. So then the other thing is that World of Final Fantasy had a load more characters Yay! announced. So mm-hmm. we've got Tifa, Rydia, Chocolina, Riku. Just you name the character, they're in the game. They're basically all in there. Yeah, they've it's all great. Been, they've all been, like, shown throughout various trailers. Some of them had little cameos before, but they've these, this, at this point, they've been officially mm. unveiled. So there but we go. Yeah, no. um, yeah, World of Final Fantasy is actually out in three weeks. Getting <laughs> it. Woo-hoo. Getting it. Okay, so that's the end of our news segment. We're now going to go on to our Patreon guest segment with Nico Gonzalez. So we'll see you after. Hey, Nico, welcome to Final Fantasy Union. How's it going? Good, good. How, how are you doing? I'm not doing too badly. I'm getting about the classic English weather at the moment, so it's pretty good, I guess. Standard. <laughs> nice, nice. Standard. How are yeah. things around? Good. The weather's not too bad here. I wish it rained, but... <laughs> <laughs> be careful what you wish for <laughs> i know i know all right so i'm just gonna get straight to the point here which game are you more excited for right now world of final fantasy or final fantasy 15 uh i'm excited for final fantasy 15 the most uh, mostly because i went to uncovered and that got me hyped up a lot oh wow you were actually like there in the auditorium yeah i went what was that like i was actually um 15 minutes late because me and my friends we parked in the wrong parking Oh. And they got mad at us because we don't go to school out there. And that was like the student parking. So we had to park in a different location. We were like 15 minutes late or something like that. That's, <laughs> I don't, yeah, that's pretty strange, isn't it? Like, I guess, you... did you have to drive far? Not too far. Uh, it was about like two hours from where I live. So it was a, it was a good trip. And we actually got there like 30 minutes early, but the traffic was just um, getting there. Like parking was terrible. 
Oh, yeah, I mean, you, like two hour drive from me, coming from England, that's that's far. So, oh, <laughs> you know, I know Americans have slightly different perceptions of distance. Yeah, no, it was a special event for me, so I didn't mind the drive at all. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that's that's absolutely crazy. I mean, like, we haven't ever had anything like that over here, so it, I mean, that was a pretty special day for everyone. Yeah, it was it was really fun. It was a good time. All right, so what is your favorite game in the series? Um, Crisis Core is my favorite, mostly because it's the first Final Fantasy game that I actually completed, and I went into it not knowing how it's going to end. So when it actually ended, I was just I sat there for like thirty minutes, just like what just happened right now. Oh man, that must have been intense. <laughs> Yeah, I had no idea what was going on. My friends told me that the the ending is intense. And when you actually play the game, I kind of forgot because it's such a lighthearted game until like the last act. So, um, yeah, it took me by surprise. I bet you must be really glad they didn't spoil it for you as well. Yeah, they didn't spoil it for me. They they, they wanted to, but I was like, oh, please don't. Let me get, let me get it first. So have you gone back and played 7 afterwards? Yeah, so after I beat Crisis Core, I wanted to know if, how to go on after that because it had Cloud, and he went off to Midgar. So I went on and played it. So how did you feel uh, going from Crisis Core to 7, like the, 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 the kind of change of vibe? Yeah, Final Fantasy Seven for sure had a little bit darker tone, but I didn't mind the graphics being um, PlayStation 1 because I was just really involved with the lore. So I, I didn't mind going back at all. And have you played many of the other games since? Yeah, so I, I've played... I'm not too experienced with Final Fantasy, to be honest. I... I played Final Fantasy X and then Crisis Core. I've watched Advent Children and then I played all of the 13 Saga, 12 and then uh, the Episode Dust Guy and Type Zero. Cool. So that's a good modern selection of the games. Then, have you been tempted by any of the like the Steam or or iPhone versions of the older games? Yeah, I've been tempted mostly because like I want something to do while I'm on the go. So I I may look into it. So um like you mentioned about Crisis Core being the first game you played but what was the what was the thing that kind of drove you to to pick it up like because obviously you you never wanted to before with any of the other games Yeah so I started with Kingdom Hearts um actually and I didn't know what Final Fantasy was and actually Final Fantasy 10 was my first game but I didn't finish it because it was really long and it got hard at one point so I, I put that down for a little bit, and then my friend mentioned Crisis Core, and he said it's a lot like Kingdom Hearts. So that's why I picked that one up first. I think that's a good comparison. Yeah, it's it's interesting kind of how people kind of venture in, and I think, you know, there's been a couple of people we've had on where they've started at Kingdom Hearts and then gone over to Kingdom Hearts, uh, sorry, gone over to Final Fantasy when they want to learn more about who, like, who these random characters are that are kind of just cropping up. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely fun learning more about like Tidus and stuff because they don't get much of a, especially Tidus Waka, they don't get much of a story in Kingdom Hearts. So going to play their game and learning more about them was amazing. Yeah, they're kind of just like, oh, here's these guys on Destiny Island chilling out. Yeah, yeah. And then it was weird because when Cloud came up, I, I thought he was an original character from Kingdom Hearts. And then when I read in the journals that he wasn't, I, I needed to know where he was from. And then that's when my friends pointed out crisis core for me ah, that's really cool so how did you end up um finding the podcasts yeah so i started listening to final fantasy union back at episode 30 but what led me to final fantasy union was i picked up kingdom hearts union when they started off so i just started downloading both of them at the same time so that's quite a while ago then yeah i i, I think i was 11 wow. when i started listening <laughs> maybe could have been 12 or 13, but I'm 20 now. That's pretty so. crazy. Also, it makes me think about how long you've been doing <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's been, it's, it's kind of cool. I, I really appreciate what you guys are doing because I don't really, especially out here, I don't really have friends that are into the series as hardcore as I am, like Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy. So it, it's always nice every week to have you guys there. To I feel like you guys are having the conversation with me, so... Thank you for everything that you guys do. You're most welcome. And that, that, that's really cool to hear. Um, I mean, we've had, we always get different feedback and stuff. And like, yeah, that's what you just said there is, is um, some of the things we've heard where like, you know, if you're in an isolated situation, like it's just nice to have some people that that feel like they're talking to you and discussing things and, and that kind of thing. So that's really cool. Yeah. All right. So the last thing before you go then, are you, are you planning to pick up World of Final Fantasy? Because with the whole Kingdom Hearts thing, I'd imagine that's a similar kind of experience for you. Yeah, so originally I wasn't, mostly because I didn't look much into it, and I saw the turn-based 
combat, and it does remind me a lot of Kingdom Hearts. But I just think it's, I think it's adorable how they look look small. Like the all the original characters, they look small and cute, but then the main characters could be one of both. So the art style and the charm is really what's driving me into it. It kind of reminds me of the Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, and um, a lot of the games right now that are out, they're kind of like dark and moody, especially with Final Fantasy 15. I feel like that game's going to be a real heavy game. So um, this game will kind of lighten up the load. I'm, I'm... Yeah, no, the art style is definitely something that's very unique. And uh, and, and it's quite cool because, yeah, it's, you've got the two different styles, as you mentioned, where you know, you've know you got the more kind of grown-up style, which is by Nomura, so it, like, it kind of make, has that Kingdom Hearts connection. And then you've got the chibi style, which is completely different. And I think it's nice that you can kind of blend between the two. Yeah, it definitely it brings the best of both worlds. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I'm debating on which version it gets. I don't know if I should get the Vita one or the PlayStation Four one. It's a it's a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah. I think uh, Lauren would definitely go for the Vita one if she had the chance. Yeah, just like my friend mentioned to me, he, he he's into RPGs too, but he doesn't like sitting down and playing them because it takes a lot of time to like grind and stuff. So like definitely like commutes uh, help with grinding. I'm really hoping this one. World of Final Fantasy doesn't have too much grinding in it. Although they did say there's like a hundred hours of stuff to do or something ridiculous. I know. Uh, it's been a while since I've grind, grinded in a game. I, I wouldn't mind doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that. No. <laughs> Alright, Nico, thank you so much for joining us and thank you so much for supporting the show. No, thank you for having me. It's been It's been awesome to have this opportunity. It's not every day that I get to talk to people that are in the community. So thank you for having me. You're most welcome. Thanks a lot, Nico. Okay, welcome back, everyone. If you'd like to appear on the show and the Patreon segment, please head over to our Patreon and check out how you can do so. Yeah. All right, so now we've got questions. Questions, questions, questions. All right, so this first question is from Philip Nord, who asks, well, says, I'm not, questions? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure (laughs) if you've ever talked about the last story, uh, your thoughts on the original game and the possibility of having a sequel, etc. So can you do so? Um, I can't. Because I've never played it. Jake? Never <laughs> played it. In fact, I until today, to I didn't know anything about it, but I think I want to. I have also haven't played it, but I do own we it. We do own it. We, we own two we copies. We, got to, we, we own two we have, copies. We have two You're copies of it. You're one of those people who have games that you haven't played. Shame on you. Yeah. Oh my god, our our pile of shame my is Wii's, horrendous. My Wii is like at my parents' house, and it's been there for a while. And have you not yeah. seen Toy Story? Have you not seen an abandoned toy? How sad it is. That's what games are like. I know. Shame on you. They probably it probably <laughs> yeah. isn't even in our house. To be fair, it's probably over in storage. Mm. Send me a copy, please. No, we need to play Send it. Send me one of your two. <laughs> <laughs> I I really want to play the Lost Story. I really I want know. to play Pandora's Which Tower. Which is why we have two copies. Yeah. And Blue Dragon. We bought Blue Dragon it's all, too. It was all play. part of the Operation Rainfall thing, if anyone remembers that. So yeah, Pandora's Tower. Oh, I heard so much about that. And I really, really, I've got a copy of it. I really want to play it. Uh, last story, Xenoblade Chronicles. Mm. Like the Trifecta. There was um, another game as well, which I'm forgetting. Last Odyssey? No, that's not on the Wii. Oh, well, I I was just saying like Sakaguchi games. I do, I, I do games. also own Lost Odyssey and I do also own Blue Dragon. Haven't played either. <laughs> We're horrible. Yep. Um, I'll get there one day. One day, and, um, I will get there. Yeah, but not today is not that day. So today no. is not that day. All right. No. Uh, so the next one is from Samantha Beagle, who says, again, a statement here. I guess question question statement. Uh, I've no doubt that you guys have plans to eventually do a Kingsglaive spoiler cast. We do. Yes. Don't worry. Yes. We do. Don't you worry. Um, and then, which are you anticipating more, World of Final Fantasy or Fifteen? Mm. Oh. <laughs> me uh this it was 15 for so long uh but the more i've been watching the world of final fantasy i've said i'm so shocked that i'm actually almost on equal ground for both these games and that that is amazing world of final fantasy i'm so hyped for more hype than i ever imagined i would be so it's even at this point for me i just i can't wait to see no, the same. And the music. i know oh, i know so good I just can't believe like how many characters that they are bringing. It's the combat system for me. Honestly, I've said I think this could be one of the best combat systems we've had in the franchise when you really look at all the mechanics involved. 
there's almost like a stagger mm. system from 13. There's the traditional turn-based. There's the monster capturing. It has everything from the series. It really does. Yeah. It's all been compiled into a nice, neat little package. Yeah, yeah. most people don't realise there's a stagger system. That's what pretty much that tower stacking works as. It's kind a of very like a stagger system. Little thing. All right, you, Lauren. Uh, I have to say 15. I love a good Tabata story. I do. I love Tabata stories so much. And I have been like chomping at the bit for Final Fantasy 15 story. Although I do love World of Final Fantasy so much and I think it's so cute. The story hasn't gripped me quite as much as Tabata's sort of baiting has. Like I, I just, I'm such a sucker for grandeur games. I just, can I, I need it. Can I, can I be a bit strange with my answer? Is that okay? Go on. I'm going to say, based on the fact that World of Final Fantasy is coming out on the PS Vita, mm. I'm anticipating that more as a handheld game, mm. but 15 mm. more as a home console game. Mm. That's a that that's a flip flop of an answer. I, I, <laughs> you have flip flopped okay, on the right. question. So if they were both only on PS4, I would say Final Fantasy 15 without a doubt. I <laughs> yeah. think World of Final Fantasy is going to be a great game, but I think it's going to be one that I I, I feel I might get bored with. I, I, it's probably a harsh thing to say, but I, I just, I, I think it might be a bit too slow paced for my tastes now. Whereas if it's a, a handheld game, I think, you know, I'll be able to tolerate it a bit more. Yeah. I think, I think it comes down to the humor. If the humor carries World of Final Fantasy, then it'll be fine. But if the humor gets a bit cheesy and lame, then it yeah. might fall off. Because I mean, yeah. everyone, everyone's excited for the character interactions, but we don't really know much about them. No, we no, don't really know much really. about the story. It could be a terrible story. I'm yeah, prob- it's, it's probably true. not going to be. It's true. But like 15, I have more faith in that being a story that is going to absolutely punch me in the face. Yep. Yeah, but have you have you not seen sort of from that latest World of Final Fantasy trailer on TGS? They said that uh, it was going to have a really dark and gritty story at points. And then we had that trailer where sort of Rain was just crying and then mm. Lan was almost going crazy at one point and there was like this really dark tone to the end of the last trailer and that got, I was kind of like "Ooh, this might be a serious story but then again they've also said to Hamwazu that with the soundtrack they were um he's obviously known for his dark broody comp- composition mm. and he's got a they've tasked him with composing a light really happy upbeat soundtrack so it's like well, I guess we'll we'll see how it plays out. We yeah. will see. We will see. Mm. I I just feel that Final Fantasy Fifteen is going to be it's gonna, it, the seriousness. I guess is what I'm I'm wanting from it. Um, and I think the world of Final Fantasy is going to be a cute game, and I'm going to love it for that reason. Oh yeah. But I don't think it's going to be in ten years' time. Wow, that was the best game I've ever played. Mm. It might blindside you. I'm hoping it, it does. Do. I always hope yeah. it does. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but 15, I think, has I got think, the potential. If anything, it's the final, or sorry, it's the Kingdom Hearts that I've always wanted. But that's the thing. 15 has all the expectation on it, whereas World of Final, World of Final Fantasy almost has none, and that's why it it could it could sneak up. Be the sleeper hit. I don't know if the, I don't know if the delay has hindered World of Final Fantasy though, mm. because before it was going to be. Oh, I played Final Fantasy 15, I absolutely loved it. And, yeah, sorry. like the hype is all yeah. done. It's I all played, out of our system. I played 15, I loved it. Now I want to play the supporting game to remind me of everything else that came before. Whereas now I'm... We, we talked about in the video, didn't we? It was yeah. Like, it's, it's now a great appetizer. But if yeah. it doesn't really pan out that great, then that's a bad appetizer. Yeah. Well, the, I, th- I think it might help on sales because a lot of people wouldn't be finished with FF15. Oh, they're gonna uh, in a month. They're gonna sell way more copies this way around for sure. Oh yeah. yeah, so many people on my channel have said, "Oh, I'm getting World of Final Fantasy just to carry me through the delay." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like before, like what if World of Final Fantasy is bad? It's not going to make anyone not buy 15. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if yeah. 15 was bad, people or like yeah, as you said, 15 might just be they people might be playing it for ages. Yeah, it's just it doesn't make sense for a lot of Final Fantasy. Like, I, I, I just can't see this being a bad thing. Like, they're going to sell so many more copies this way, surely. Yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah, I think so. All right, last question, serious <gasps> one. Serious. Let's get serious. Do you think Square Enix will make such a big spectacle and splash for Final Fantasy sixteen as they have for fifteen? And this is from Chris Sutherland. No, one hundred percent no. 
because 15 is in such a special thing where there was so much hype for a decade is a decade like even though the the actual development on 15 has only been about two years but the fact that the hype has been building for this sort of universe for the last 10 years there's so much pressure so much focus that 16 it, it just unless if that takes 10 years in which case people will probably already be <laughs> like all right i'm done with this stupid series and their 10-year development times yeah i i don't i don't think that there will be as much of a hype on it it also depends on who is fronting it if it's namora there will be a ton of hype and a 10-year development cycle if it's if it's someone <laughs> like if it's someone like ito or something like that toriyama I, toriyama i just don't I don't see as much hype. I mean, they just, they had to get the hype on this one. They had to squash that negative opinion. Yeah. I guess it does depend. Yeah. And, and they've had to carry it a lot longer than Yeah. I guess it does depend well. on how 15 does as well. And that's true too. I, I think with 16, it's going to come down to when they get the Luminous Engine on lockdown. Because that, I mean, that's been such a pig to work with that yeah. they sort of abandoned it with the 7 remake. I think that 16 is going to come back round when they finally sort of get luminous in a an efficient working state, if you see what I mean. And I think by that point, 16 will just <laughs> sneak out really quite quickly, maybe in sort of a year. I don't think it will have longer than sort of a year or a two-year sort of build-up. No, it, it can't. Personally. I mean, and that's just from the next major game has to come out like pretty soon. The only the only conflict is the Final Fantasy VII Remake and Kingdom Hearts 3, like when they're going to kind of navigate around those two things. Yeah. But um, I, I mean, I don't mm. think they'll make as big a spec. I, I just can't see anyone, prob- anyone ever doing Uncovered. Yeah. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. Uncovered was so good. It though. was. <laughs> but so unnecessary. So crazy. I th- I per- I'm going to say I think all these ATRs have been unnecessary. They, they started up with good intentions because yeah. when they started, it was... Tabitha talking about everything that's going on with his team and he had a lot of things going on because Type 0 wasn't out yet Type or HD wasn't out yet so it wasn't it wasn't just 15 I think when it became 15 focused it just lost its way completely yeah yeah and ATR talked about things more on the tech side and sort of the day and night cycles and then ATR sort of transitioned from that to more oh my god in this ATR we are inevitably going to get a huge story spoiler yeah. So every ATR, there's been a huge story. I know. Spoiler. And they kind of lost their way and like, after I mean, they started. It was, it. it was around the Gamescom time because they had a plan. Tabata announced about the release date too soon. And it basically just threw them off for the rest of the year. Because yeah. hmm. he was supposed to talk about the antagonists at the end of last year. He couldn't do that anymore because he had to talk about other things. It was not really that great. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Ridiculous. <laughs> and like, yeah, it was it was just so badly organized. Uh, people got kind of sick of them. <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah. When it was more like a, if they did an active time report and it was more of a, here's the company, like here's what's going on with the Final Fantasy brand, like then that's that would be more interesting. Oh yeah. Well, does anyone remember the famous Matt Kishimoto ATL where he talked about the game case for forty five minutes? <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, that was legendary. Uh, Oh, man. How he managed to talk about a game case for 45 minutes. He really uh, did. (laughs) Well, I mean, they talked about, like, the survey results for a long period of time. Yeah. The survey results. Because I, I, I reacted to that live... And within 20 minutes, I was like, I, I really don't know what else I can talk about here. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, take it away. Matt, yeah. Matt, I even sort of made a jokey compilation. I, I'd go out, I'd have a coffee, walk the dog, I'd come back. Oh, Matt's still talking about the game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think like the ATR, the ATRs, they were okay. But yeah, they did too many of them. They lost and- their way. They they Lost revealed they revealed a bit too much. I think if they do ATRs in the see, future, see. they have to like better plan them out. Like this is what we're talking about. We're not going to derive from that. And also, take out the freaking questions where people are asking, 
is this going to be in the game? And you say no. Oh, yeah. If it's, it's a no... It's just a trap waiting to happen. If it's a question that on. you are answering no to, just don't answer it. Like, I get... Just ignore it. I, There's such landmines. I, I get that they I want it to be, like, organic, but surely, like, Tabitha doesn't necessarily need to the question, but the, the guys asking it should know, like, is this an explosive question? If yes, yeah. remove. <laughs> yes. If no proceed yeah well like at least plan out a narrative not be like right here's a question we have no idea if it's pertinent or not oh tabitha's just going to announce a load of random stuff we didn't plan oh oh damn oh, oh damn oh damn um but yeah generally oh, if like, you're answering no to something somebody's going to be pissed off just ignore it the moogle thing like it was all from a random question that got asked and then it just turned into this whole additional campaign, campaign they had to make up <laughs> oh my god let's put moogles in well i mean let's be fair it was the person who asked the question about the airships as to why we kind of then got airships yep. so and uh, i mean, I mean it does work out. underwater battles at some point in dlc because <laughs> yeah. that was promised <laughs> and climbing yep. there's now got to be and climbing this is why the game sort. is delayed yeah but like so the true. weird things are like oh is there going to be gilgamesh no yeah no done why not? Oh, because well, I don't want him. But you'll bend on other things. <laughs> what about Sydney's costume? I like Sydney's costume. Next question. <laughs> and the thing is, no, no one's ever happy. Are there Moogles? Kind of, yes. Oh, okay. Well, what about Tombreeze? Oh, what about Cactua? Yeah. <laughs> what about every single freaking Final Fantasy? What about Moombas? Where are they? Yeah, where are Moombas? So this is the funny thing. Like, where's where's... Laguna while we're at it? Where's Laguna in this game? There's not enough Laguna. Damn it, I need the Laguna stat. Well, we looked back, didn't we? And it's like, there's no Moogles in 13. They, like, run them. There's there's an ode to them with the item shop or whatever. Yeah. And, like, Toriyama just never spoke about it. No. And it was when the game came out with, like, oh, there's no Moogles. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Or maybe somebody did actually complain, and then that's when he now, was like, now you know what, F you, I'm going to put a Moogle freaking dress in Lightning Returns to shut you guys up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I will dress Lightning in a Moogle costume. In order for you guys to be happy. <laughs> that Moogle dress had about well, 30 Moogles attached. Well, 13 oh two gosh, had yes. the whole Moogle village and everything. Yeah. 13 2 had Moogle as a yeah. main character. Like, they went all Moogle. They did. Yeah, they just... <laughs> <laughs> so maybe if they don't do Moombas in 15, 16 will just be full yeah. member. Or the DLC. Full just, member. We full should just write member. a bunch of petitions. Insert... Final Fantasy <laughs> mythical creature, where are you in Final Fantasy 16? Oh, man. All right, um, <laughs> we're going to need to run this out. Let's okay, do it. So music this episode is not from any of the games we've talked about. <gasps> it's Final Fantasy 2. Yeah. Ooh. It's a remix of Battle Scene 2. And it's by a Japanese arranger called Lix. The next episode is going to come out on the 25th of October. If you want to subscribe to us, please head over to iTunes and search for Final Fantasy with a number one show. Alternatively, head over to YouTube forward slash FFUnionVids. I swear we will post up the podcast again. <laughs> just, bear, just bear with us. Eventually. We've got a few other things we want to take care of first. We will get there. I'm sorry. And yeah, please be sure to check out FunFantasyNew.com. We're doing a lot more editorial based stuff now. Mm. We're kind of moving in that direction. Lauren's just done a top five female characters. Mm-hmm. I've done antagonists I want to dis- see in Dissidia. It's great. It's loads of stuff. Mm. Getting people talking. Jake. Yeah, I'll do top ten anti-heroes soon, Ooh. I think. Anti-heroes. Yeah, I've got that in the works. Jake, where can they find out when you're posting it? Well, where, when can they find where? out? Where? Oh, where? Well, both on Twitter. If you go on at FFPeasants, you'll get all of my my uploads for uh, what's coming up and then just subscribe subscribe guys go over join the community join the peasantry Become a peasant. even jump on the wall of the peasants <laughs> <laughs> there's a wall I have a wall I have a physical wall as well I'm building it in my house and anyone who joins the wall of peasants you'll see your, your face engraved on my wall you're building wait you're building a wall in your house you it's just kind don't of creepy. already I've have a wall i engraving it and I'm looking and just all these weird people's faces on my wall <laughs> Kind of, it's kind of scary. But Jake, if you're really committed, you'd get tattoos. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I'll get a tattoo of every peasant who joins me on Patreon. <laughs> Don't make those promises. <laughs> Don't make those promises, Dave. You've only got to do one dollar. Jake, one Jake dollar I was listening to Final Fantasy Media episode 132, and you said that you were going to get a tattoo of me if I penetrated you. How could you? How dare you? All right, yeah, on the Patreon note, if you want to support us on Patreon, please head over to patreon.com forward slash FFKSUnion. 
We won't put tattoos on our body. But yeah, we're not doing tattoos. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll name Just our children tattoos on, on, on me. We're going to have to have a lot of children. <laughs> All right, guys. If you could, Hold on, uh... Yeah. <laughs> oh, Fartnacker McDougal just signed up. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> I feel like Boaty McBokeface again. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, if you guys could uh, say goodbye, please. Bye. Bye, my fellow FF fans, much love. And I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a FinalFantasyUnion.com production.